Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sandy and Mandy show. I'm Mandy. I'm Sandy. For today's episode, we're going to talk about keeping it cute, what that means, and how you can just keep it cute. Yay, love it. (laughs) We do, we love it. Yeah, so I came up with this episode topic based off of talking to Mandy, because at least once a week, Mandy will say, you know, you got to keep it cute. Or, yeah, you know, it's just better if you keep it cute. Keep it cute. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, because it's just, it's true. I feel like when you just keep it cute, problems don't arise. You're at a safe distance and you can just keep it cute. You know? And so whenever Sandy and I were talking about what does it mean to keep it cute, literally right before we started recording, Sandy was like, you know, it means not doing too much. And I think that's the perfect definition. It literally means to just not do too much. Because whenever you keep it cute, you keep it light, you keep it subtle, and you don't do too much. And I feel like a lot more people (laughs) should keep it cute, you know? No, yeah, I agree. I think ever since you started saying that, I started realizing things. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that's a great motto to go by. And keeping it cute, you just stay in your character and you don't react to too much. You know, we're big on detachment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if y'all have been listening to us by now, y'all should know (laughs) that we like to keep it very non-attached to any and everything. With keeping it cute, yes, it's very much just... (laughs) Yes. Well, yes. (laughs) And I like that you said keeping in your character just takes a lot of energy to get out of your character. And so with keeping it cute, you don't allow anybody to take you out of your character and you don't entertain nonsense, you know, because you can always spot bullshit from like a mile away. But do you need to engage in it? No. Because also keeping it cute means choosing peace, I believe. (laughs) No, that's a great one. Thanks, bro. Yeah, if you notice people are lying, if you notice (laughs) people are just, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of like random ass examples. But, you know, just in your daily interactions with people, if you have people you work with, you know, doing nonsense or just people around you in general, you don't have to feed into it. You don't have to... Mm let it disrupt your peace. You can just keep it cute and keep it pushing. Oh yeah. I see another thing we've been saying lately <laughs> is move accordingly. Exactly. It saves time because I believe as you grow older, hopefully you've remembered the things that you've learned from your situations mm-hmm. and experiences with people. And so if you already know the behavior that somebody is doing and you already know what that entails and that's as like specific <laughs> as I can get right now. If you just know what it is, then you just have to act accordingly, move accordingly. I feel like when I was younger, I used to always think that things needed to be brought up. And I think when it comes to your close friends and people that you, you know, have close relationships with, yes, things should be communicated. But when it's with people that you don't even really know like that, you don't even really have to start shit like that. You know, you can just move accordingly and keep it cute. (laughs) Love it. No, that is a undefeated combination for the summer. (laughs) It really is. And even like within romantic connections, you know, keep it cute. Don't love bomb people. 
Mm-hmm. Keep it cute. Love bombing is so intense and unnormal. It feels like, you know, your feelings can get that way, but I think you don't really need to act on your feelings immediately. We want a slow, natural, organic burn. We don't want it to phase and fizzle out within the first month, two months, such as that. And if somebody's love bombing me, I'm like, okay, now you're not keeping it cute. <laughs> exactly. Don't get too clingy, you know, keep it cute. I feel like keeping it cute is just staying focused on yourself, keeping yourself as a priority, protecting your peace, just not doing too much and not always acting on how you feel. I think that is the thing that gets us caught up a lot within whatever experiences this may apply to. Think before you react. Yeah, keep it cute. Have couth. Have decorum when it comes to people and social settings, you know? Yeah, with keeping it cute, you want to catch the red flags before they just multiply. So if you feel like you're in a cyclic situation, even with new people, you're realizing the same things are happening with, you know, new energies around you. That's when you keep it cute and just be like, actually, I'm not going to do what I used to do, or I'm not going to go through with this like I used to. Keeping it cute means noticing your evolution. (laughs) Damn, it's really deep with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's reacting differently to situations that your past self Mm -hmm. wouldn't have known how to do. I think that's a good example when you're around new people, but it's the same cyclic things that Mm -hmm. you've been going through within your life. Keep it cute and move accordingly. I think that's a perfect... A perfect situation. We don't want to be going to war every day, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to be beefing with people every day. Mm. Especially when you meet new people and you notice things and, you know, you're observing or keeping a cute distance. Again, just keep it cute and move accordingly. You literally create your reality. (laughs) And so, like, you do not have to deal with anything or anybody that you do not want to deal with. To add on to that, you don't need to engage in uncute behavior, which is basically what we said in the beginning, though. Not entertaining just anything suspicious like that. Also, not entertaining anything that you don't find cute in behavior-wise. What would you say are cute behaviors and what would you say are uncute behaviors? Okay, cute behavior, secure communication. If things are going to change between us, if plans change, like, hey, just let me know. You could say it in like one sentence. It doesn't even have to be so deep like that. You can be like, I'm not feeling well today or things have changed and I will respect that. Respect, another thing that is cute for uncute things, pushing emotions or a battle. Do you know what that means? Like forcing? Yeah, like forcing a conversation. In the reality TV shows that we've been watching with love, there are people who just force an emotional conversation when it's not the right time or place to do it. And like when the other party is exhausted. I feel like that is not cute behavior to like force anything. Love is Blind. What was that? Season four? Yeah, with Jackie and... that man yeah (laughs) (laughs) and yeah he was literally she was saying she was tired and he was like no like like i want to talk right now and it's literally like midnight it's like Mm -hmm. i want to talk through it because i care and she's like bro like i'm tired like my mind's not even here like can we do this tomorrow yeah i think it's a great definition of not keeping it cute because things don't ever need to be rushed or forced 
or just like unnatural. I feel like whenever things get unnatural, ugh, things just like feel weird at that point, you know? Do you think ultimatums are cute? <laughs> uncute, very uncute, but they're very entertaining. If y'all haven't watched the ultimatum on Netflix, please do. Especially the lesbian season that just came mm-hmm. out. Oh my God, it's so good. Oh, it's so messy, but okay. Ultimatums within love and relationships is not cute because it's just like number one, who the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are to literally push somebody into a corner and say, I want you to do this. And if you don't do this, then I'm going to do this. Because it's just like, okay, a relationship has at least two people in it, number one, which means that you have to consider how people feel, number two. It's just very dehumanizing, I feel like, because you're pretty much just almost blackmailing somebody in a sense. I don't, you know, that's a lack for better words, but like, you're just kind of pushing somebody up against the corner, a wall, and just trying to manipulate them into what you want them to do when it seems like their say isn't even considered. Because I think ultimatums don't have to happen. Just real, honest communication and conversations can happen and y'all can move from there and move accordingly and keep it cute. Great walkthrough of that. Thank you. Because now I'm like, okay, so based off of everything you said, an ultimatum, one party is in control, which means they literally want to take the rights of the other party and kind of force that on, which is something that's just not cute. Like control is just not cute. And having expectations on a relationship that you have in your own head without the consent of the other party, like that's just not cute. Unconsensual anything is not cute. Expectations can be not cute for me either. Because it's like, dude, like things fucking change you know I can't tell what's gonna happen next yeah no for sure I remember talking to my therapist about expectations I think like last year and they were telling me that having expectations can be good and healthy but I think a lot of the time people use expectations in a more negative sense and in a way to where you're just focusing on what's lacking but I mean sometimes in a relationship it is good to at least observe what's lacking if it's not your ideal, you know, relationship and not the most compatible relationship for you. On the ultimatum on the reality TV show, I think a lot of the couples just don't, they literally just don't communicate. A lot of the time, they're just also not compatible. If you have not listened to our chemistry versus compatibility episode, I highly recommend if you're confused about what's chemistry and what's compatibility. And I think a lot of couples just have chemistry, which is good, but a lot of them lack the compatibility part, which is basically values and morals and also things you want for yourself in the long term within life. And so like, if you want to get married, then wouldn't it make sense to be with somebody that also wants to get married instead of being with somebody that you have to push an ultimatum on in order to get married? But yeah, ultimatums aren't cute and compatibility is because also just with compatibility can be something which sounds this simple like do you want kids and if the other person says no like that means you're not compatible but then i think there are just couples that will try to force the other person to change their mind and it's just like okay obviously this person already said no they could be open to it but there could also be a lot of resistance and this could be more reoccurring problems if you know somebody doesn't want to be a relationship if you know somebody doesn't want what you want whatever it may be, then it does not make sense to try to move forward with that person. Like it can literally just be that simple. 
Now I'm thinking like being logical would help a lot within compatibility versus chemistry. But then sometimes logic just isn't cute. I'm trying to think of logical thinking as cute versus emotional thinking. I think being logical and being emotional can both be cute. And I also think they mm-hmm. can both not <laughs> yeah, that's be a cute. Good uh, way of looking at it. Again, it just comes down to the compatibility of how well like y'all work together. Cause I think that can also be like an obstacle within a relationship when one person is more logical or like one person is more emotional. Cause I've definitely seen both ends where somebody was too emotional or somebody was too logical. And so it depends on what key fits in your luck. <laughs> and changing your habits too because in the past I think I've mainly been the more emotional partner so now I'm like okay I'm keeping a cue by not repeating that <laughs> I feel you dude I think in my earlier relationships I definitely was also more emotional I just gave a lot and just did too much I was not keeping a cue I was falling on my ass honestly <laughs> true <laughs> but in terms of things that are uncute, I think when someone shoots their shot too many times and it's just like that's the focus of what they're trying to do is like get with me from Instagram, like try to fuck me in the DMs. I'm like, okay, that is not fucking cute. Relax, please. <laughs> please. No, I, I feel you, dude. Their messages will go back years. And I'm just like, bro, you've been trying for like this long? Like, fuck. <laughs> Give up, please. you know keep it cute keep it cute like don't ever press somebody that's another thing that's a very uncute behavior pressing somebody yeah uncute behavior is desperation we don't want to be desperate we want to be just in our own energy and not seeking we want to be attracting attracting is keeping it cute because then it's like okay i already got my head on my shoulders like i'm doing me and now what i want is coming towards me. Yeah, I completely agree. Desperation, thirstiness, very uncute. Because, you know, at that point, it's just like, bruh, where's the self-respect? Where's the self-awareness within, you know, being thirsty or being desperate for somebody, you know? Yeah, why it's not cute for me is because then I know your focus is kind of like too much on me when I didn't even give you that much to begin with. So it's like, why are you even acting like that? Exactly. And it just shows their intentions of what they want. And they want to get you. They want to possess you. They want to do something with you. And it's like, okay, that can happen naturally. Not you like in the DMs trying to win me over. Like that's just not realistic to me. Yeah. I don't like that either. Literally. Keeping it cute is keeping it natural and keeping it organic. I like that you said that. Oh, thanks. But in the queer community, happy Pride Month, by the way. I don't know if we said that. Oh my God, (laughs) y'all. Yes, happy birthday, gay people. (laughs) Lovely. In the queer community, I think things just move fast as fuck. And is that cute? I think everyone has their way of being in their relationships as they choose. Like that's their choice. But for me, those days have expired. Been there, done that with the quickness and the fast moving Mm -hmm. queer pace. I think those days are behind me now and (laughs) and now we're trying to keep it cute. (laughs) Yeah. 
I feel like we fully, especially me, I fully dove in to my past romantic interests. And now I'm realizing, you know what? I don't think it's ever worked out well for me from those past things that I've done. So I'm learning and showing y'all some character development. Yes, learning, unlearning, relearning on all the ways to just (laughs) keep it cute, light, and fun with our lovers and our friends. Yes. I think with keeping it cute, it can also just be for yourself. It doesn't have to be just relationships. Your display, your demeanor, your mannerisms, your behavior, whether it's a friend or to the world or you're just going out. Yeah, just keep it cute. Who doesn't love cute energy? Exactly. Cute, wholesome, genuine, fun, real energy. (laughs) Shout out to our lovely Patreon subscribers. Shout out to Germ, Somi Pop 7, and Brianna, or Brianna. I don't know which way you like it pronounced. Yay. (laughs) Love y'all so much on Patreon. Thank you for being with us for another month. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We're grateful for y'all every step of the way. So for our following episode, you know the deal. It's tea time. We will be collecting y'all's questions in our stories on Instagram. So this Friday, June 9th, we're going to be opening up our inboxes for y'all to ask questions for tea time. And honestly, our inboxes are open like 24-7 if y'all want to ask us things because if we don't get to you this episode, we're going to try to get to you in a future episode. So feel free to ask us for any advice. Yeah, anything y'all feel comfortable with that you may be struggling with or want to know more about we actually just hit 95 ratings on Spotify for the Sandy and Mandy show. And we have 18 ratings now on Apple Podcasts. 444 right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, we always hit 444 in our episodes like pretty often. <laughs> oh, it's 113. Oh, we love that. Damn, thank y'all for listening. What the fuck? That's so sick. Bro, literally, thank y'all for listening and giving us such high ratings. And just for being here, like, (laughs) we really, we really appreciate it. And we really fuck with y'all. That's just so, that's so wild to me, honestly. We're in awe of the support and the lovely, kind messages that y'all also send us. And so Mm -hmm. we love y'all. Yeah, and we're honestly happy to do this. Like, it's nothing to us. It's actually fun. Bro, yeah, we have a we have a laugh. We have a key every time. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. We will see you for tea time. And we love y'all so much. Bye. Bye. Love y'all.